Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of Stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. Folks, got another great show for you today, but before we start, I want to take a moment and just remember the legendary wrestler Butch Reed, the natural Butch Reed, Hacksaw Butch Reed, as he was known, just such a a great professional wrestler and our thoughts and prayers go out to his family and friends and fans. You know, it's weird. I was listening to Jim Ross's podcast last week when they were talking about Ron Simmons. And just shortly thereafter, you get the news that Butch Reed had died and they had that great team of doom in 1989, 1990 and break up in 1991 But Butch Reed was just so much more than that. A great, great wrestler. Today, we look at WrestleMania VI from the WWF. WrestleMania VI, The Ultimate Challenge, was shown on pay-per-view on April the 1st, 1990 from the Sky Dome in Toronto, Canada. There were 67,678 fans in attendance. And, oh goodness, they're going to make me do it again, folks. Here we go. Upon the examination of the galaxies of space, images begin to appear. Images of strange and powerful forces. But of all the forces in the universe, the two most powerful, Hulk Hogan. And the ultimate warrior, prepared to explode. Champion versus champion, title for title, it's the ultimate challenge, it's WrestleMania! Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura welcome us to what would be their final WrestleMania together. Jesse says he's fired up for WrestleMania. Robert Goulet sings O Canada, and he does a great job. Coco Beware with Frankie versus Rick Martel. We find out early that Gorilla Monsoon does not know who Axl Rose is. Martel sprays arrogance as he comes out. Coco has a short haircut for this one. Coco on fire early. Martel comes back. Martel gets the Boston Crab on, but Coco breaks it. Martel and Coco botch a spot. Coco misses a crossbody. And Martel puts the crab on again to win. Mean Gene Okerlund interviews the Colossal Connection and Bobby Heenan. Gene calls them the Colostomy Connection and Heenan goes off on him. They say that they're going to eliminate Demolition. Sean Mooney interviews Demolition. They say they're going to cut the Colossal Connection down and then smash them. WWF World Tag Team Championship Match. The Colossal Connection... Andre the Giant and Haku with Bobby Heenan 
versus Demolition, Axe, and Smash. Final WrestleMania appearance for the classic combination of Demolition. They're really over with this crowd. This is also the final wrestling appearance in the WWF for Andre the Giant, at least televised. The Colossal Connection strikes right away. Then Demolition comes back as a weasel champ breaks out. Andre breaks up some trouble for Haku. Heenan slaps Axe. Haku then has a nerve hold on Axe. The Colossal Connection is cheating well. Axe comes back. Smash tagged in and the crowd goes crazy for it. Andre holds Smash for Haku. Smash ducks and Haku's kick hits Andre who then does his ropes tied up spot. Demolition decapitation on Haku for the pin. New tag team champions. Heenan is beside himself. He's going off on Andre and slaps him. Andre then grabs Heenan and roughs him up and then throws him out. Haku then attacks Andre and he also gets it. Andre then clears the WrestleMania card and he leaves. He gets a tremendous ovation on the way out. Hated on the way in, beloved on the way out. Only at WrestleMania. Mean Gene interviews Earthquake and Jimmy Hart. They say that Hercules will tremble from the tremors of the earthquake. Hercules versus Earthquake with Jimmy Hart. Hercules does some sticking move to begin. Back and forth. Earthquake won't go down. Hercules goes for the backbreaker, but can't get Earthquake up. Hercules goes down and Earthquake wins after a splash. He then hits the aftershock. Rona Barrett interviews Miss Elizabeth. She asks Liz where she has been. Liz says she feels like she hasn't helped enough when she's been at ringside in the past. She then says she's been thinking about coming back to ringside again. Sean Mooney then interviews Brutus Beefcake. He says Mr. Perfect's perfect record is going to be severed. Mr. Perfect with the genius and Brutus Beefcake. Jesse and Gorilla have a great back and forth here at the beginning of this match about Jesse's looks. You mean he'll take some off the top? I don't think you have to worry about that. You or I, either one of us. You just remember something, Gorilla. Sean Connery was named sexiest man in the world, and he has my hairstyle. I know that. You know how I can't miss in Hollywood, Gorilla? Uh, I got Paul Newman's eyes, I got Kirk Douglas's chin, and Robert Duvall's haircut. Yeah, what do you how have can I move? What do you have of your own, Jess? And here comes Brutus. Beefcake gets a good response from the crowd. Jesse sends out his usual greeting to his family in Minnesota. Perfect gets knocked all around the ring and he's bumping like crazy. Beefcake is working on Perfect, but Perfect grabs Genius's scroll and nails Beefcake with it. Gorilla and Jesse talk about the pendulum swinging. Gorilla isn't good at math as Jesse has to explain 360 degrees to him. Perfect in control. Beefcake hits a slingshot and Perfect hits the corner post. Beefcake pins him. This is Perfect's first televised loss. The genius goes to take the clippers, but gets caught. Perfect then leaves the genius behind. Genius put to sleep and gets some of his hair cut. This is also it for the combination of the genius and Mr. Perfect. Shortly after this, the Intercontinental Title Tournament, the finals, Mr. Perfect versus Tito Santana, and Mr. Perfect unveils his new manager, Bobby Heenan. 
flashback to the bad blood that has come between Roddy Piper and Bad News Brown. Mean Gene interviews Roddy Piper. I can't sugarcoat this at all, folks. He's painted half of his body black. It's not right now, and it wasn't right then. I'm a Roddy Piper fan, but I can't defend him or his actions here. It's an idea that should have been vetoed. He talks about Bad News Brown and says that he has a big mouth and that Roddy is going to shut it. That leads us to Bad News Brown versus Roddy Piper. Piper does get a great response from the crowd. Jesse says he has to pull for Piper because they did the tag team pilot together. A Roddy chant goes out. The crowd is crazy for Piper. They just start brawling. Referee Danny Davis tries to separate them and screams for them to separate. Brown with the advantage. The Roddy chant continues to go out. Piper does his classic eye poke. Brown goes for Piper's eye and removes the corner turnbuckle pad. He goes to ram Piper into it. Piper reverses it and Brown gets shoved into the corner. Piper brings out a Michael Jackson glove and puts it on. He keeps hitting Brown with it and knocks him outside. They brawl outside and get counted out. They then brawl to the back. Steve Allen is in the shower area with a piano so he can do the Soviet national anthem with the Bolsheviks. Oh, hi, folks. I'm here in this uh, appropriate acoustic environment to rehearse the Russian national anthem with my favorite Soviet Union tag team partners, Nikolai Volkov and Boris Yukov. You ready, guys? Okay, I don't plan to hit it that hard, but I'll do my best. I get no kick from Ukraine. Hey, that's not the Russian national anthem. I know that. It's just a little joke to warm up the crowd. Give us a break here. Okay, here we go. Hey, hey yourself. I know it's not the Russian national anthem. What is it? You play the Polish national anthem. <laughs> well, send your postcards directly to him. Anyway, we're still warming up. Here we go now. A one and a two and... Perestroika and Glasnost, I dig them the utmost. And how is your sister tonight? Hey, we get it hard for you warming up. Let's go. Enough with the hey. No more stalling. Okay, let's do one from the hard folks. Let's do one for the homeland. Let's hear it from Mother Russia. Here we go. I don't believe you. Take it easy. On that note, this is Steve Allen in the speech stick room. Send it back up to you, Jesse. I'm going to get out of here. You can get killed around here. The Hart Foundation, Jim Neidhart and Bret Hart versus the Bolsheviks, Nikolai Volkov and Boris Zukov. Volkov and Zukov try to sing the Soviet national anthem. The Hart Foundation attack them. They hit the heart attack on Zukov and pin him. A WrestleMania 7 promo. Gorilla and Jesse then talk about WrestleMania 7, but a lot of things are going to change in a year. The Barbarian with Bobby Heenan versus Tito Santana. Other podcasts have talked about it and what is the meaning behind it, and it's sort of become an internet sensation. Spent a lot of money. Spent a lot of money. Mean Gene interviews Tito Santana. He says he will keep his eye on the Barbarian and Bobby Heenan. Jesse makes his usual stereotypical remarks about Santana's culture. Barbarian hits a top rope clothesline for the win. Flashback to what's led up to the big mixed tag match. Sean Mooney interviews Dusty Rhodes and Sapphire. They said they have the crown jewel for the upcoming match. Randy Savage and Queen Sherry versus Dusty Rhodes and Sapphire. Jesse is just on fire with his commentary tonight. Listen to this remark when Sapphire and Rhodes come out. Hey, 
When Rose gets to the ring, he announces the crown jewel is Miss Elizabeth. The crowd goes wild with the announcement. The faces control early. Sapphire is clearly not a wrestler, but Sherry takes good care of her. This is a comedy spot match, but the crowd loves it. Gorilla and Jesse get into it over Sherry cheating, and Jesse has some very valid points. Heels try for some pins, but can't get the three count. Sherry goes out, but Liz throws her back in, and the crowd just eats it up. Sherry comes back over to Liz, and Liz pushes her back into Sapphire, who schoolboys her for the pin. Rhodes, Sapphire, and Liz dance afterwards. Another WrestleMania 7 promo. Mean Gene interviews Bobby Heenan. He goes off on Andre the Giant. He then states that he is starting a new family. Gorilla and Jesse are with Rona Barrett. She says she has a piece of film on Jesse of the X-rated kind, not realizing that this is a family show. Jesse then throws it to Sean Mooney, who is with Randy Savage and Sherry. They say that they will never be embarrassed again and that it's not over with Rhodes and Sapphire. Mean Gene brings in new tag team champions, Demolition. They say that this win is so sweet. They then say they will take on the Hart Foundation, who have challenged them. Mean Gene interviews Hulk Hogan. All right, folks, now I've got to do the next two interviews verbatim here. Just give it a listen. Hulk Hogan, the greatest World Wrestling Federation champion of all time. Here we are at WrestleMania 6. The waiting's over. Here comes the ultimate challenge. You know something, Mean Gene? You don't have to remind me and my Hulkamaniacs that at Sky Dome, we're going to face the ultimate challenge, brother. When we crossed the border from the United States of America to Canada, I was hovering over Sky Dome, brother. I saw what was beneath me, man. I saw the greatest arena of all times where the ultimate challenge will take place. And as we landed, brother, nothing but stark raving Hulkamaniacs were there to greet me at the airport. Nothing but positive vibes, man. Hulkamania is running wild like it's never ran before. But the ultimate warrior, you must realize that when you step in the Sky Dome, when you feel the energy that's gonna run wild throughout the arena, those are my people. That's my energy, brother. And Ultimate Warrior, this is where the power lies, man. In the power of the Hulkster, the largest arms in the world. And once I get you down on your knees, Ultimate Warrior, I'm gonna ask you one question, brother. I'm gonna ask you, do you want to live forever? And if your answer is yes, Ultimate Warrior, then breathe your last breath into my body. I can save you. My Hulkamaniacs can save you. We can turn the darkness that you live in into the light. We can save all your little warriors with the training, the prayers, and the vitamins. But I gotta prove one thing to all my Hulkamaniacs out there. It's not whether you win or whether you lose. 
The only thing that matters is what kind of winner you are or what kind of loser you are. And Ultimate Warrior, I sure hope you're a good loser, brother. What you gonna do at Skydome when the largest arms in the world and Hulkamania destroys you? All right, the time is now, Hulkster. Thank you, standing by, Sean Mooney. Thank you, Mean Gene. I'm with the reigning intercontinental uh, champion, the old- You are nothing but a normal. You don't deserve to breathe the same air that I and Hulk Hogan do. Hulk Hogan, I must ask you now, as you ask me, do you, Hulk Hogan, want your ideas, your beliefs, for Hulk Hogan, in this normal world, physically, none of us can live forever. But the places you have taken the Hulkamaniacs, the ideas and the beliefs you have given them, can live through me, Hulk Hogan. That is why I breathe. That is why the warriors have come. Hulk Hogan, there are ones that question where you are taking them? Do you no longer want to walk or step into that darkness? Hulk Hogan, the darkness I speak of is nothing of fear. It is about the beliefs of accepting any and all challenges at the cost of losing everything, Hulk Hogan. You have lived, Hulk Hogan, for the last five WrestleManias for this one belief. Now, Hulk Hogan, I come to take what you believe in further than you ever could. I come, Hulk Hogan, not to destroy the Hulkamaniacs and Hulkamania. I come, Hulk Hogan, to bring the warriors and Hulkamaniacs together as one, as we, Hulk Hogan, Accept all the challenges with all the strengths of the warriors and the Hulkamaniacs together. Hulk Hogan, the colors of the Hulkamaniacs are coming through the pores of my skin. And Hulk Hogan, when we meet Hulk Hogan, I will look at you and you will realize then that I have come to do no one no harm, but only Hulk Hogan to take what we both believe in to places it shall never have been. I have no idea what he is talking about there, but it makes for some interesting audio, doesn't it? The Orient Express, Sato and Tanaka with Mr. Fuji versus The Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. A nice quick pace match. Jannetty goes flying out of the ring after Sato pulls the rope down. Back and forth magic. Orient Express can't get the pin. Gorilla says that the Rockers were lethargic at the beginning of the match. That means they parted too hard the night before. Fuji goes after Jannetty who follows him with the cane. Sato hits him with the salt to the face. He walks into the railing and falls over into the crowd. The Orient Express wins by count out. Steve Allen goes to interview Rhythm and Blues. Honky Tonk Man says their new song is going to be hot. 
Dino Bravo with Jimmy Hart and Earthquake versus Jim Duggan. Duggan brings an American flag ringside in Canada. They talk about him being from Glens Falls, and Gorilla says that he's a long way from there. For the record, Glens Falls, New York is 396 miles to the now Rogers Center in Canada. They bring up Bravo's bench press record if you're drinking at home. Duggan with the upper hand until Bravo comes back. Back and forth match. Earthquake grabs Duggan by the leg while Hart throws Bravo the 2x4. Duggan gets it back while the ref is distracted. He hits Bravo with it and gets the pin. Earthquake jumps him after the match and does the sit-down splash on Duggan. Flashback to the issues between Jake Roberts and Ted DiBiase. Million Dollar Championship match. Ted DiBiase with Virgil versus Jake Roberts with Damian. Mean Gene interviews Jake Roberts. He says all DiBiase has to do is go through him and Damian. They go at, at it hard and heavy from the beginning. DiBiase keeps avoiding the DDT and Damian. Gorilla starts his anatomy routine and Jesse basically tells him that he's full of it. DiBiase comes back. Roberts takes a big bump against the corner. They start the wave at the Sky Dome. DiBiase hits a big pile driver. Roberts sneaks out the back and almost gets the pin. DiBiase gets the million dollar dream on. Roberts gets to the ropes. Roberts starts to come back. A DDT chant goes out. Virgil pulls Roberts out. DiBiase puts the million dollar dream on again outside the ring. DiBiase beats the count back in and wins the match. Roberts attacks DiBiase and Virgil after and hits the DDT on DiBiase. Roberts starts to give DiBiase's money away. Even Mary Tyler Moore at ringside gets some. Damien comes out. Virgil comes back and rolls DiBiase out of the ring. Roberts chases Virgil to the back with Damien. Sean Mooney interviews Akeem and Slick. Slick says it's all about the money, and Ted DiBiase has given him and Akeem a lot of money to take the big boss man out. Mean Gene interviews the big boss man. He calls Ted DiBiase scum and says he doesn't take bribes. He's his own man. Akeem with Slick versus the big boss man. Ted DiBiase comes out from under the ring and attacks the big boss man. He beats him up and throws him inside the ring. Akeem dominates early. Bossman comes back. He hits the Bossman slam and pins Akeem. He decks Slick afterwards. Sean Mooney is on the floor of the Sky Dome. Fans tell him they don't want to listen to Rhythm and Blues' new song. He also interviews Mary Tyler Moore, who is having fun but has no idea what is going on. He says she'll always be Mary Richards to him. I echo those sentiments, Sean. They then introduce Rhythm and Blues. They're driven to the ring in a pink Cadillac by Diamond Dallas Page. Gorilla calls the girls with them the Honkettes, which cracks Jesse up. They sing their new song, Hunka 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 Honky Love. After the song, they show some popcorn vendors who turn out to be the Bushwhackers, who chase them off, then smash the guitars at the end. Gorilla and Jesse talk about the new Sky Dome record, established 67,000. 678. Rick Rude with Bobby Heenan versus Jimmy Snooker. Steve Allen joins commentary. Jesse brings up the Jesse the Body Award, so if you're drinking at home, you can take a shot. Snooker batters Rude to begin with and makes fun of his gyrations. Rude is bumping like crazy. 
Steve Allen tells some outdated jokes. Snooker goes up for the splash, but Rude gets up first. He misses the splash when he tries it again. Rude hits the Rude Awakening for the pin. Flashback to what led up to the main event. And then we get our main event. Title versus title, champion versus champion. WWF heavyweight champion Hulk Hogan versus WWF intercontinental champion The Ultimate Warrior. Big ovation for The Ultimate Warrior when he comes down. It sounds like a bigger ovation for Hulk Hogan as he comes out. They get face to face to begin. They shove each other. Strength moves after that. Hogan goes down to begin with. He comes back. Then the warrior goes down. Hogan gets a scoop slam. Warrior gets a slam in. Hogan clotheslined out. Hogan's left knee appears injured. Warrior kicks Hogan. He puts Hogan back in. It gets dirty. Hogan comes back. Hogan in control. Jesse brings up the Richard Belzer incident when Hogan gets a face lock on. Hogan gets a two count. Hogan's still in control. Double clothesline and both men down. Warrior up at seven. They both struggle to get up. Warrior coming back. Warrior then in control. He has Hogan in a bear hug. Hogan then comes back. Hogan drops down and Warrior accidentally hits the referee. Warrior misses the shoulder tackle. Hogan and then Warrior both get pins, but we still don't have a referee. Hogan sneaks out of a two count after the ref recovers. Then Warrior kicks out of a two count as well. They battle outside at one point. Warrior gorilla presses Hogan and then hits the splash. Hogan kicks out at two. The crowd goes crazy. Hogan hulks up. Hogan hits the big boot and goes for the leg drop, but Warrior moves. Warrior hits a splash and gets the pin. Warrior celebrates. Hogan looks dejected. Hogan takes the world title and gets back into the ring. He presents the belt and raises Warrior's hand. They then embrace. Gorilla and Jesse then have our memorable lines for the evening. The monster has just taken one giant step towards immortality. Well, I gotta say this. At least it wasn't a Mike Tyson, Don King type affair. The man lost it, and he's going out like a true champion, Monsoon. Unbelievable Hulkster and unbelievable Warrior. I do believe Hulkamania will live forever. It absolutely will. Hogan takes the ride back in the card as Warrior celebrates in the ring. Fireworks go off as they sign off from Toronto. Hey folks, if you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast platform of choice. There are a number of ways that you can contact me. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Joey Harris. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey Harris saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.